TGI Friday, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Front Astrology Podcast. Thanking you for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Can't tell you how much that means to me. So let's talk about the weekend. Let's um, set up today, and then we're going to do a great listener question about the rising sign or the ascendant. We'll get to that in just a quick second. There's not much left for this week that we haven't talked about already. Yesterday was the big setup day. There is one other little piece that we'll talk about, and that is the Grand Trine with Mars, Chiron, and the South Node. We talked about this earlier in the week, but I'll just underscore that the Mars Chiron leg of this goes direct today at 4:40 went direct or goes direct at 4:41 a.m. Of course that's east coast time so just a few minutes after releasing this at four o'clock in the morning when I always do that will happen and we'll be in place now for the weekend. The moon is also right there and that's why this brings this whole karmic thing to not only what we've talked about earlier in the week but also to the Mars Saturn opposition. So that has a big theme of doing the karmic work, doing the soul work, moving it forward. How will you know? Well, this is where you go back to intuition, because I think that the aspects that we at least have the time here to discuss are in place. The synchronicities of your life will bring about the opportunities for you to identify and work on the things that you need to work on. This is also why I think it is so critically important that we all maintain a wide-open, intuitive pipeline, especially during these times. Now, the moon is in Aries. It will move into Taurus tomorrow, 8.27 a.m. The void, of course, will be eight hours prior to that. So basically, while we are asleep, at least on the East Coast, The moon will be void, of course, and moving into Taurus. Then the other log on the karmic fire will be on Sunday when the sun squares Chiron. So that will be at 1140 Sunday morning. So you've got, see, again, here's the chart just painting this signature of doing karmic work. The sun, our lives, us, we, you. Now, all of these aspects, I mean, the Mars opposite Saturn, the Saturn and Mars squaring Uranus, the Mars square Chiron, and the Sun square Chiron, those are all what we would call tense aspects. So just realize, if there's some sandpaper in the space, if one of those synchronicities is a little bit rough, just look to the spiritual work. Look at what can be resolved on a spiritual level. Don't look at it so much just from the physical plane. Bring old Pierre Teilhard de Chardin to the table and say, I am not just a human being having a spiritual experience. I am a spiritual being, and there are a lot of red aspects in the chart (laughs) having a human experience, right? So just work through them from that perspective. Hi, Tom. My name's Deborah. I'm calling from Tennessee. I just finally found out my rising sign. Um, My sun sign is Aquarius and my rising sign is Libra. And the two seem so different. And I just wondered how that would play out in my astrology, having two signs that kind of want, they just seem to go in opposite directions, but I don't know a lot about how the rising sign affects your sun sign. So just curious. Thanks. 
Uh, thank you for listening in the next state over, neighbor. <laughs> Maybe if we have get-togethers in the future that you could come and we could meet sometime. That would be great. Thank you for a good question. So the rising sign, or often called the ascendant, is simply where the sun rose, where it was on the astrological chart dial wheel when the sun rose on the day of your birth. Now, the that point in the chart is very significant. So first of all, it's called one of the angular points. along, And we follow the sun around. So the other angular points are the sun's highest point in the sky. That's called the midheaven, which in a Placidus chart is the cusp of the 10th house. And then also the descendant, which is the opposite of the ascendant, is where the sun sets. And then the IC, as it often shows up on the chart, imum column or nadir, is the sun's, in essence, darkest part of the night. So the chart is structured to follow that path in a clockwise direction. Now, how we typically interpret the rising sign or the ascendant is that is how the world sees you. So if you think about the sun uh, coming up in the morning, oh, there's a little cool thing I'll tell you about the oracle planet too. You can back your chart up. If you have software that does this, it's easier. Because sometimes a fast-moving planet will jump ahead of a slower-moving planet. But if you back your chart up to the moment of sunrise, so at that time, exactly when the sun crosses the ascendant, you look at the planet that is next in clockwise rotational form. That is your oracle planet. So in other words, it's the planet that crosses the ascendant just before your sun. And the ancient astrologers felt that that had a special kind of Uh, exclamation mark on your life, basically, that it's kind of like the universe saying, hey, world, Deborah is getting ready to come. And it's an oracle of your birth, announcing your birth, saying that there are going to be some characteristics of that planet show up in your life. Well, the way the ascendant is typically interpreted is how we show up to others, because that's our shining out. It is our, hey, Deborah is here. Here's Deborah. And this is what she looks like to you. So in Deborah's case, she is a full-on Aquarian, but out there she might come across as a Libra. But she's saying, wait a minute, because if I do my Aquarius, how am I going to show up for anybody as a Libra? Well, they're going to see air, air. So at least they are the same uh, element. They're the air element family. And since you are heavy air in that regard, I would recommend you pick up the book or the audio book from Steve Forrest. I did the audio book narration of the Book of Air and read that and have it as a reference volume because it will tell you all about both of those planets. Be a great book, particularly a reference book to have on your shelf, but also you can pick up the audio book because Steve Forrest teaches from a soul-based perspective. So he's looking at not only how do we paint the characteristics of Aquarius and how do we paint the characteristics of Libra and how do we find any similarities or differences, but also from our soul's evolutionary perspective. So how does our soul grow with this combination? And yes, certainly with this combination, there would be some growth in this process. Because think about the individuation of Aquarius and the sociability of Libra. Well, that might be something that you need to work on, might be something you need to grow into. And yes, take steps in that direction. Aquarius, unique, quirky, off the wall, unpredictable. 
Libra, balance, (laughs) harmony, beauty. And yes, as you would say, how can I be one or how can I even look at one and yet be so different over here? Well, one thing is, how do others really see you? Might there be some things in there that uh, you might not be aware of, that people do see you as somebody beautiful and harmonic and balanced, even in your quirkiness and your individuality? I mean, my sun sign is Scorpio and my rising sign is Gemini. How do you see me? Do you see me more as communicator, even teacher in this role of this podcast and the astrology? Or let's say, the intensity or the passion of Scorpio or the deep research that Scorpios are deep divers. So when something comes up like an astrology course and it's not there yet, it's because there's been more deep diving, there's been more digging, there's been more research. If you knew me well, you would see the Scorpio. If you just know me from the podcast, you might swear I was a Gemini. And there, obviously, is air and water. And I'm able to do both. And actually probably appear a little more Geminian because I'm able to sit here and talk about this for about four or five extra minutes, looking down at the clock and realizing that we are almost at 10. That's Gemini. (laughs) Deborah, I hope that helped a little bit. Keep growing in both, bottom line. You guys have a great weekend. See you Monday. Bye-bye.